the thirst is real. Sissies, welcome to another episode of Thirst. I'm super excited. He's back. He's a TV host, former Mr. World, and now a Thirst co-host. It's Frankie Chenna. Did I get the last name right this time? You got it right this time. Yes. Perfect. Yes. And we're super excited to have the host of The One Last Thing, a pop culture and current events podcast. And she's actually breaking down Bachelor Nation news about who the new Bachelorette is. And you can check that out on One Last Thing. Lex is here. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk. <laughs> me too. It was a good episode. But before we dive into the episode, I want to play a fun game with you guys. It's called Who Said That? Basically, I'm going to read a quote from the last episode, and you're just going to try to guess who said it. Okay? Okay, no. Okay. So this is from the reading challenge. Um, somebody says, Boa, bitch on arrival. When are you going to show up? I don't okay. know. <laughs> I, it was might it Jeffrey? I think it was, no. Le I'm getting lemon vibes. No, it was Alona Burley. Oh. <laughs> Bitch on arrival, when are you gonna show up, girl? Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, Scarlett, your spot in this competition is like your face. Filler. It was a Toronto girl. I mean, I remember the quotes, but like, <laughs> gosh, there's a lot of girls. Was it Jimbo? No. Frankie, your guess? Or Bobo. That's, that sounds no. like <laughs> Boba. No, that she's I It was Priyanka. Scarlet Bobo. Your face is like your spot in this competition. Filler. Ah! Oh my oh, gosh. We're oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay, let's see if you can do I this. just watched this. <laughs> um Lemon, can you hold my drink? Because I like putting it on coasters. <laughs> oh, um. That was Boa, right? Yes. Or Boba. Oh, yeah. Lemon, can you hold my drink? I always love putting it on a coaster. Okay, and the last one, let's see if we can get it. It's hold on five seconds. Can we embrace the fact that Alona wasn't complaining for five seconds? Mm, that was a good one. Was, oh, I know this one. That was that was Rita. Yes, boom. Hold on five seconds. Okay. Okay, can we just embrace the fact that Alona wasn't complaining for five seconds, please? <laughs> All right, there you go. I, I got a big fat too. zero. <laughs> no, no, you got, got the boa. You got oh, four. I got the boa. Okay, yeah. thank yeah. you. you. I just kept freezing. Each. That's why. You got one each. You got one each. <laughs> yeah, one out of four. Awesome. Good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into this week's. So for the mini challenge, they had to do this future um, kind of fortune telling reading with Crystal from Drag Race UK, who is an icon. And it's crazy because she's Canadian because she could have potentially been on this season. Mm -hmm. um, Lemon ends up winning that. And then for the maxi challenge, she has to put the girls together in teams to create this late night law commercial. So the teams were Scarlett and Alona, the sissies, the Bells, Rita, Boa, and Jimbo, and then Kitty and Kat, the pussy protectors. <laughs> Whose team would you want to be on? And which kind of who kind of stood up for you guys? 
All right. For me, I feel like just overall, Lemon and Priyanka are front runners right now, in my opinion. And the two of them working together, even watching the preparation and their banter, I was just like, they are the ones to beat. And you can tell everybody else, especially with Lemon, is a bit jealous. So, I mean, I would want to be on their team because they're top dogs right now. Yeah. And for me, you know, I'm going to go with the people that I think have just killed the acting challenges, which is definitely um, Jimbo and Rita. And uh, having Bo in there, I wasn't sure what that would do to the team dynamics, but I mean, like the two of them, they always kill the acting challenges. So, so that's what I was rooting for once uh, I heard the teams announced. Right. And they're doing a lot of acting on Canada's Drag Race. Like, have you noticed, like, it's like, I, my personal favorite type of challenges are the non-conventional where they have to like make something. I just think mm -hmm. it's really fun, but they love putting these girls through like the acting rig, which is crazy. And so, I was going to say, I just feel like it's, um, I, I, like I said, I haven't watched the other seasons of Canada or of Drag Race, but this is a lot of work they put them through. <laughs> right. So also, I, is that like out of or ordinary? I feel like it's a lot. <laughs> No, it's funny. We're just laughing because Frankie hasn't watched a lot of the American <laughs> Drag Race. <laughs> so we're like the worst. We're like the worst co-hosts, like possible. That's not I true. Guess. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've been glued to Canada. <laughs> yes, yeah, so have I. I have watched with a keen eye, and we have a fresh perspective, and that's very important, I think, in some of these go. series. So yeah, no, we're we're good. But that's why we were laughing because I I admitted that last week <laughs> on the podcast uh, as well. But yeah, no, Amazing. the amount of work is the same. Like in the American one, like that time crunch that they're given, a lot of queens don't know how to use that time effectively. So it ultimately hurts them in their final product. So the gotcha. fact that they're writing, producing, directing, it's like kind of the normal in the drag race trope. Um, but yeah, it was like tough in terms of you're just given a green screen, three hot men and like props, <laughs> like make it work. Um, can we talk about Stacey McKenzie sitting there in her beautiful getup? I was like living for her. You Frankie, oh what was that God. face? Sorry, I'm sorry. Amazing. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disagree. Go for it. I. I love Stacey as a judge. Like, don't get me wrong. I love her as a judge on the judges' table. Like, love Stacey. Do not love her as whatever we want to call this role, like the host or the support act or the, the whatever. The coach, thank you. Good word. Um, I, I just think she's like a touch awkward in that setting and it's not where she shines. I prefer the other judges in the coaching role. Um, like I felt like she was a commentator. Didn't you guys feel like she was just like sitting there being like, hmm, okay. Like just commentating rather than like coaching. Like I, it was just a little off for me, but I love Stacey. I think she's a great judge. Right. I, I yeah. was just more so talking about that getup she was wearing in the black <laughs> chair, just like sitting there. It was just- Yeah, she amazing. looked she was just good. So, yeah, she was so ready to just sit and serve. Like <laughs> I agree. She was, I thought she was very positive. Like Jeffrey gave more constructive feedback in previous weeks I found, but Stacey mm -hmm. was just like, you've got 10 minutes. That's great. <laughs> You're so funny. Five more minutes. Yeah. But she just wanted to sit there and look good and like chill for a bit. And say yeah. the time, say the time, 48 different times. 13 and a half so minutes, six and a half minutes, you got one minute. Like that was her whole role was saying the times. Yeah, she was the timekeeper. <laughs> like, okay, a clock could have done that job, but. I know. 
Um, okay, want you, before we dive into uh, Parch and Quench, our runway deep dive, I want to know your thoughts on the sissies because the internet thinks half of them think the sissies is annoying and the other half are living for it. I am living for the sissies. Where are you guys in terms of the sissying of the sissies? Okay, I like them too, but I feel like that is like my level of annoying. Like that's where I live with my friends and my sister personally. So like for me, I'm just like, they're so cute and funny, but I absolutely can see that it's so annoying. But I like them together. They're, they like love and support each other so much as well. It's so nice to see. Right. Greg, he disagrees, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, like I so annoyed and I was like, <laughs> Thank God they're partners because they can be in the bottom two together and they can both leave double elimination. Like <laughs> I, I was, I was not into it. Oh my but gen like I was genuinely getting annoyed. Like I, I think there's like, oh, like it's cute, annoying, and I was like actually like I really didn't. I wanted to like plug my ears when I heard the word sissy. Even when Anil said it at the start of the episode, like I felt <laughs> uncomfortable because I was like so over it. Oh my god, I live Note for the Note to sissy. sell. Frankie, not a sissy. Anil, you're my yeah, sissy. Yeah, no. Yes, sissy. Definitely. <laughs> um, so let's dive into these runway looks. It was yes. Canadian tuxedo. So it basically was a play on like Canadian tuxedos where you wear jeans and then a jean jacket, right? Um, yes. So basically denim. It was a denim themed runway. Denim on denim on denim. I also didn't know that like I didn't know the backstory behind the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, and they said me it too. on the show. Wait, Who I was it? it. I, I made a note. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, yes, wore this in Vancouver, and that's how it sparked the whole Canadian tuxedo trend. Oh, I yeah, I, I must have missed. I that. didn't know that either. I didn't know that either, and it was like I, I'm. I I like the nod to that historical. Me like, too. Moment. I love a good yeah. fun fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Um, okay, coming around the runway first is Miss Scarlett Bobo. She has this pastel blue hair, big shoulders, pops a neon. Tom Green was living for the nails. Um, for me, this left me very quenched. What I like about Scarlett Bobo is her delivery on the runway. Like she can sell a garment like no other. Um, in the photo, it kind of falls flat, but you know, when she was doing her whole like thing, I was living for it. So this was a quench for me. Yeah, same. I loved the shoulders on this look. Like, I love a good shoulder. So that for me was an automatic win. And like her face, she always just like, she brings it on the runway. So I was so happy with this look. I thought that it was fresh. It was a great first look. And it kind of set the tone for everybody else to come through. Right. Quenched for me. <laughs> um, I, have to I have to stick with my rules of this game, which is that I can only give like, up to half of the of the girls a quench. So okay. for me, it was a parch. It was a parch because I think I'm just like a Bobo hater at this point, and I feel actually bad because it was a good look. Like it was a good look. Like objectively speaking, it was. But I think it's just not my style. Like I just, I I don't feel anything. I don't get like goosebumps. I don't get aroused. Like I just feel a little bit like meh when I watch meh. her. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. aroused. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, other others aroused me. That was not. That was not. Oh, I'm excited aroused, to hear so. about this. Right. <laughs> I don't know. The shoulders did it for me. I wanted that jacket. I was like, I would wear yeah. that. Was, yeah, fair enough. Fair. It was. It was fashionable. Right. 
Um, speaking of, I mean, this one was tough for me. It's Alona Verley. So she is wearing, it's like a full bodysuit denim with some like nice gold trim up top. And then it's like a cutout um, and she's wearing a bodysuit and her ass is out. Um, and I was living for the concept, but I didn't like the execution, if that makes sense. I just thought it was a little like, I don't know, it could have been done better. So it left me parched really. I'm shocked. This was my favorite look. Stop it. So she was such a yes for me. I was obsessed with her hair and her makeup, the face, the whole look. I got like Rihanna vibes, Lady Gaga vibes. It was so quenched for me. It was my favorite. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was also very, very quenched. I thought bold. <laughs> I thought epic. I thought like unique um yeah like it was i was very surprised at the critique for her for this look wow okay wow yeah okay all right this is why we do this different opinions um up next we have bitch on arrival miss boa and she is wearing this barney purple hair this denim bodysuit with ripped leggings and then these big denim wings with shreds on it um, listen, I was living for it. I thought it was, I was a quench for me until Brooklyn pointed out the detail of the polishness of it. Like if you really look at it, you can see like the denim strings that could have been like cleaned up or burned, you know what I mean? And it's, mm -hmm. we're top seven now. So in personal taste, it's a quench, but I get it for the runway why it was kind of ripped apart. See, I want to agree with everybody. It was a part for me. I agree. I thought it was a little bit messy. Like it just needed to be a bit cleaner for me and it felt undone. And I think it was just the dramatics of the wings, especially looking undone that made it feel messy for me. And then when Tom Green pointed out that he wore like a similar outfit, I was like, okay, for sure parched. Well, no, we have to, okay, we have to talk about that moment, which was like the most Canadian <laughs> moment on television, like ever. He called his Cause mom. <laughs> Well, he's so awkward. And without the phone call, it was the most awkward critique. Like, I wore that when I was five years old. And I'm like, um, so random. And then he actually wore it when he was five years old. Like, how does he remember? Right. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Props, props to Tom Green on that one. Um, right. But I'm quenched as well. I just, what? I thought it was like epic and like, stand out bold interesting um I'm starting to figure out what I like on the runway I think I like gimmicks and like big and bold and so it was a yes for me right you love a stunt on the runway yeah I love a stunt I do I do um up next she hits the corner with her bright red pony that she's swinging and she's in this denim face kini head to toe covered in these patches it's Jimbo when I say I like gay gasp, I was like, this is it. Especially for Jimbo, somebody that I love when the quirky queens can also deliver the fashion moments, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Because it is twofold. You have to be serving in your confessional, making us laugh. You have to be killing these acting challenges, making us laugh. But you also have to give us these high fashion moments. And when she did this, I was like, clear favorite. We'll talk about winner picks after, but she might be it. But what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I lived for this. <laughs> like I I have been loving Jimbo. I love 
like you said, that when she comes out on the runway, she's in a character every single time. Mm -hmm. This was incredible for me, the patchwork, the flare denim, her hands are painted. And then that Reba McIntyre <laughs> ponytail, as they said, oh, quenched to my core. Like, I don't think that this is a competition, you guys. I think Jimbo and Rita are so far ahead of the game. It is crazy. Like, interesting. She was in a different stratosphere with this mm -hmm. look. And then you have to remember, it's not just their runways that are winning every single week. They also win the challenges like by far every single week. Maybe it is because it's it's been more acting focused, but like, I honestly don't think it's a competition right now. I think there are two people who are just like way ahead of the other five. And I'm just like, okay, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, who got to be eliminated? Like I'm ready for the final <laughs> two because this was so epic. Like, oh my yeah. God, I was so in love. So yeah, she, what I like is that when she came in and she was in that clown suit and the wind blowing, I was like, who is this kook? Like she's going mm -hmm. nowhere. And every week she just is elevating, elevating, elevating. I agree. Um, up next is your other front runner is Miss Rita Vega. She's wearing like <laughs> a pink faux hawk and she's coming out in this denim. It was almost like a burlesque type. She took off a layer every corner she had on the runway and I absolutely hated it. Um, <laughs> Come on! Oh my god! I'm there with you. I am there with oh you. Oh my god! Yeah, I hated it. And when they mm -hmm. said that her makeup was so good, I was like, I there was a big disconnect for this. This left me parched. I love that you liked it because I just can't wait to hear your rationale. I just thought, I thought it was, you know, when um, I forget who it was, someone's drag was like, cheap, 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 cheap. Are you a bird? That's how I felt about this. <laughs> I know this for me was parched. I did not like it. Again, I think the judges said something about her needing to fill out her ass and it was flat when she would turn sideways. And I agree, if you just saw in Jimbo's, like the boobs, the ass, everything looked full and like vivacious. It was just a miss for me. I didn't like the earrings, the faux hawk or whatever it was. Like, it was just not my look, parched. Frankie, hit us, oh. with, hit us with your arguments. There was a legal element of this week. So hit us with your arguments here. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, also, I'm also a debate coach. So like, don't worry, I have the arguments. It's like, it's literally no issue. Um, but okay, so I will admit when she stepped out at first, I did vote parched and I was not understanding the look. But again, maybe it's my like stunt bias, but I thought the strip tease was really nice. And then at the end of the day, I thought it was unique. I thought she gave us a different side of herself. And I, I just liked the way that she deconstructed. So I'm gonna vote quench for a strip tease. Okay, so you like the performance of the look, not necessarily the look, if that makes sense. Well, no, I didn't like the first, like just the first outfit. Like I was like, oh no, like that's clearly a parched. But then she like started stripping. And then by the final look, by the final look, I thought she was very sexy with the hair, the makeup, and that final, like that final, whatever. I don't have body too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Oh, um, okay. We are all across the board. I know. There's today. like no alignment except Jimbo. We all agreed on Jimbo. Right. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, up next, we have Miss Priyanka. She's wearing this bronze straight hair down to her belly button. And she was giving us another shoulder moment with a nice head wrap matching. It was, um, 
is monochromatic the right word or when it's all the same tone? I don't know. It's like, it was yeah, the same yeah. fabric. Monochromatic. Um, and with the pop away, I mean, this left me quenched. I was shocked that the judges didn't like this just because I thought it was a serve, but they were not feeling it. But I thought this was one of the better ones on the runway, but they did not think so. <laughs> Frankie, I want you to talk because you look like you're about to spill out. Yeah, I am going to spill out. <laughs> Boring, 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 so boring, Priyanka, who was my favorite at one point, but is now boring me. <laughs> that was not good enough. That was not good enough. See, wow. I, it left me parched, but okay. Like again, love the shoulder. I love like, it's giving me like Britney Spears and Toxic, Lady Gaga mm. with the boots, rain on me vibes, and then the shoulder. But I will say at this point, yes, because Priyanka to me has been such a front runner, she needs to come out like bolder every single week right. and maybe play into the theatrics a bit more. I feel like she's still holding on to like that Stacey McKenzie runway walk training where yes. she needs to be like yes. serving a little harder and like hitting every single pose. And she's not doing it for me with that, but the outfit, love. Right, you brought up a good point. It's almost like if you're gonna be a front runner, you have to be serving like home runs every time you hit the yes. runway. Whereas it's almost better to be somebody that confuses people like Jimbo. So every week you can edge yourself up. You know what I mean? Totally. Did you see though on Instagram? So her the judges hated the hair and then she posted it with a bigger hair. Um, I but saw I that. actually prefer this hair. Um, oh, I didn't see the bigger hair. See, I don't love this hair either. It's right. just too flat. Yeah, it did kind of go um, long. Um, but up next we had, and then I'm so curious actually to hear your um, thoughts on this look, but we have Miss Lemon. And when we talk about a runway walk, the way she, every step and the way her body was moving was such a serve. And I loved this outfit. I thought it was like, almost like I could see all the girls trying to do um this look at Coachella if that makes sense like mm -hmm. it was just such a moment to me and they ripped it to shreds I was shocked but I lived it, it I lived for it it was a quench for me it was a quench for me too I loved the sleeves I personally feel like Lemon is the front runner like she is the one to beat and the judges love her Mm -hmm. It is so obvious to me that the judges love her. And I almost feel like they went harder on her this, this week because it's so obvious that they're obsessed with her. Like okay. she's won so many challenges, even like in the workroom when they're having conversations, they're so nice to her compared to some of the other um, contestants and queens that I was just like, they had to go hard on her. <laughs> <laughs> No, like there's, sorry, there's a lot. I'm not disagreeing with you. There's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, parched, like I just, compared to the others, like it just wasn't, it just didn't do it for me. I was very, it was very boring and weird. Sorry, it wasn't boring. It was, it was, the look was interesting, but I think probably like poorly executed and just, again, other people just like made me feel more. But I think more importantly, there was a lot of like lemon dynamics in this episode, like Clearly she's the most hated because she got yeah. the most votes to eliminate. Right. I think that's quite evident. Um, I, don't, I'm, I don't know if she's like a front runner as much as you think. I think that she is a front runner when it comes to performance acting. Like her characters have been so good. Like she's deserved to win all the challenges that she's won. But then like 
her Titanic dress and now this like shitty, like whatever, That's like true, flailing actually. jeans. She's really not doing very well in the thing that she's supposed to be well, like doing well at, which is like drag. So like, <laughs> I agree with you. Like I love Lemon from a reality TV show perspective. She is like my like winner in that sense. Like she gives me everything that I want a winner mm -hmm. to have in confessionals. But I, I was saying to Anil last week, Rita and Jimbo don't give it to me in confessionals, but like they are just killing it overall. So that's, I guess, where I can see where you're coming from, but also would disagree a bit. Right. Interesting. So you brought up the vote thing, which I had, that shocked me that Lemon got the most amount of votes. Um, and then the other side of the runway kind of voted for Alona Burley. Um, but I have a theory. And I think it's because up till filming, Lemon has been a New York City girl. So she has been living in New York City and doing the show. She's big with a lot of the US drag race girls. So I almost feel as though the other queens think it's almost like she's an American girl on their territory in a way, because she's not turning out the clubs in Montreal or Toronto or, you know, BC. So it's almost like, get her off our turf. I think that they would want to see one of the girls that are like putting in the work in a, you know, mm. Canadian neighborhood maybe. Um, because I don't think that she was the worst. I think it, that was showing a lot of the politics behind the scenes that we're really not seeing. But they, they also, I'm, I'm very, cause I don't have an answer to this one. They called her fake on this episode. Right. They were like, we think you're fake. A lot of us think this. And I, I genuinely like sat and asked myself, what do I think? And I don't actually know if she's fake or genuine. I'm really curious what you guys think about that. Um, I don't know. It's tough because we see such a fraction of it. I almost feel like it's, especially in drag race, you kind of have to be on all the time. You have to be performing when you're talking to Jeffrey. You have to be performing when you're waiting in line to see what the task is. So I think her onness is probably why they think that she's fake because she's giving it to us every time the camera hits her. I'm also torn because I think on the one hand, you know, they kind of like called her, they were like, oh, that's such a miscongeniality response. Yeah. And she was talking about mm -hmm. picking the teams. And I feel like it's like on the one hand, she's kind of just like coasting and complacent because she doesn't want to like stir up drama. She wants to come in, do the competitions, do the work, do the runway and like get out. Um, but I think that on the flip side of the coin, when she's talking to the judges and even in her confessional, she's like, I'm not here to make friends. And she does turn it on that it's really hard to tell if she's being mm. real or if she's being fake. And like, even if she's being fake, is that bad? Like, just because she's turning it on for the show, that's not necessarily a negative. They're just like, it comes off a bit jealous. Yeah, mm. I think it's jealousy. That's actually a good point. I think a lot of it is jealousy. Um, but mm -hmm. okay, who is the winner of this week's challenge, Maxi and Runway, and who would you have put in the bottom two? So I'm confused again, Anil, again, as someone new to the drag franchise, um, once again, so Alex, to give you perspective, I said like last Thank week, you. they went completely off of the challenge and they did mm -hmm. not consider the runway for the top and the bottom. And I think they did it again because like, I love Rita, huge Rita fan. She can win any week that she wants. And last week it was too close to call, but like Jimbo clearly beat Rita when you consider both aspects, but maybe they thought Rita inched out slightly in the acting and then Lemon was safe because of the acting. So mm -hmm. I think they're taking the challenge and almost disregarding the runway because I don't know how that 
clearly didn't come into play with with Jimbo, with Lemon. Like there was too many examples. So I'm a little, I'm back to being a little lost on the judging. I think. Right. I think yeah. that it, especially in Canada, it's what what you just said compared to last week and this week. It's almost always based on the maxi challenge in a way. Like it, the runway is almost just for fun in a way because you're yeah. right if you look at Jimbo and Rita's acting sure Rita might have edged out Jimbo a tiny bit with the I, French and really keeping the group together yes but Jimbo's runway look compared to uh, Rita's, was beyond is it's nuts I was shocked when Jimbo didn't win I agree when they said Jimbo was safe I was like Jimbo for me Jimbo won this episode and like mm -hmm. I personally would have not put Alana in the bottom two. I just loved that hair. I loved the face and I loved the look. I would have actually put Scarlet Bobo in the bottom two, even though I personally liked it. It wasn't as clean um, and refined as what I would have liked to see at this point. So I feel like Boa and Scarlet Bobo would have been in the bottom two for me. Um, but I was shocked that Jimbo didn't win this week. I was actually like kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah, me too. It, I, and I think though, I guess like Anil said this last week, like last week it could have gone to Rita. So I kind of feel like it's a bit of production, reality TV show magic. Mm -hmm. Like they're really trying to give them the tit for tat, win for win. So in that way, I didn't mind, but like, it's just, it's tricky there. It's all about the maxi challenge. I prefer that as a like entertainer, because for me, those challenges like say a lot more, but I'm sure there are like fashion viewers who runway viewers, mm -hmm. drag like fans who really care way more about the runway. And I think like we're, giving them a disservice when we don't give Jimbo a win for that. I think that's like a little rude to those fans. Whereas for me, it's like, I'm, I'm solid. Rita's acting in that challenge, like so genuine, so funny, so good. So I'm kind of like, okay, cool, give it to Rita. But I can see why fans would be like, not happy. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's interesting because now Rita has three challenge wins under her belt. And that almost is like a shoe in for the finale. Like the if anyone, once you get your second one, you're like headed to top five and then the finale. Now that she has three, she's the bitch to be. Like it's very wow. clear. If they're following the formula. Does she the have the most or does Lemon have the most? No, she does. Rita does? does? Well, okay. Lemon has won a lot of, I'm Mini sorry, is challenge. it called minis? Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Lemon has won a lot of minis, yeah. like yes. a lot. But when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to maxis, Rita is is the clear ahead and then now we're left with two people who've won no challenges correct right right scarlet and alana yeah. and again they're out like i'm ready for them to go they need to Not just the get out of this <laughs> yeah they need to go like very soon because the top four again for me are, are very clear right um okay let's break down this lip sync really quick because i almost felt as though halfway through something happened with Boa. It was almost like the fire wasn't there in a way. Like I yeah. just, I thought she was gonna let us have it snapping her wings. Like, I don't know. I was like, Boa's a performer and it just felt in a way she kind of gave up and got really discouraged. I was gonna say, just looked deflated. Like yeah. just fully gave up and was like, you know what? I'm, I've done the most that I can and I'm like, I, she kind of was like, I'm out. Right. I don't know. Frankie again is making a face. Tell me I'm desperate for your thoughts. <laughs> no, Boa was so bad. And like the only, like the only maybe saving grace that I can give her was like, 
that is the most mid-tempo song on the planet. And it's like, for a lip sync, you need up-tempo or you need mm -hmm. power ballad. Like, right. Scars to Your Beautiful, same no na 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 Like, it's the same note over and over. There's no tempo. Like, I did want Bola to strip, but it also would have been, like, really inappropriate to be Scars <laughs> to Your Beautiful. And then she's, like, showing us her breasts. So, I mean, like, it was not her song to win. No, you're right. Sure. It was not her brand at all. <laughs> no, but, like, so maybe that's also, like, if... To give her some credit, maybe that was it. She's like, no, bitch, I can't do this one. <laughs> like, I'm out. Right. I would have loved to see them do girlfriend, those two. Mm, yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been really good. Right. So Alona is now the lip sync assassin. She's sent two bitches home, um, which is kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? It's the record, I think, is three in the American one. Oh, like, okay. The lip -sync, uh, by the third one, people are like, just go home. Um, if you're in the bottom, uh, but yeah. who do you think is going to go home next week? It's obvious oh. for me, Alona or Scarlett. Like it's yeah. so obvious for me. That's what I'm debating between as well. <laughs> or do you don't think we're going to get an upset? You don't think like, you know what I mean? We might be. I don't want an upset. I don't want to, I, I will be upset if I lose <laughs> one of those four. I think the one only upset we could get would be Priyanka. She she came in so strong and I feel like she's kind of gotten weaker and weaker week over week. She's it's getting to her head a bit. So yeah. she could be the only upset, but I hope there isn't uh, because I feel like those four, like the, the four are the strongest ones. Yeah. yeah. I think we have, that's the top four, which is going to be such a strong top four. Um, so yeah, probably Alona Verley or Scarlett. Next week they're doing a beauty pageant. So do we yeah. have any pageant girls? Oh yeah. Rita Bag has been in the pageant scene, I believe um oh our pageant girl was anastasia and she's gone so yeah kind of going to be even playing fields for the girls next week um any final thoughts on this episode between the maxi challenge with the lawyers this denim runway how are you thinking how are you feeling i mean i loved this episode like again jimbo's look on the runway was probably my favorite of the entire season i loved that look when she came out I was just like this is epic like again going back to like the patchwork all the way around the face the type of work that that took right. like I was jaw on the floor snaps that was it for me yeah she killed it and and you know Jimbo had this great moment at the start of the episode that we kind of glazed over but it was like this look to camera her like her makeup was smeared and she's like it's time to stand out and win this thing, bitch. And I was like, yes, yeah. you are going to win this thing, bitch, Jimbo. Like, yes. Yeah, you are. So you I got just, this, like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, I really, I was, like, bonding with Jimbo at that point. So, um, yeah, I, like, I felt it. So um, I'm all about Jimbo right now. And uh, BC represent. Right, she is the BC girl. Is she the only BC girl left, right? Oh, Ilona, Ilona. Ilona. So we have two BC. But I'm over that. One Quebec, two Toronto, and then one New York slash Toronto. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I wonder if we're going to get- Can I also just say- Go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say, because I've never watched Drag Race. As I said, I've only been watching the Canadian season. I like, what I actually really love are the moments when they're in the workroom, like prepping, but also getting ready for the mega challenge, because I love their conversations. I love hearing their background, like- yeah. the this like the struggles they've gone through the acceptance they've come to finding this community like it 
touches my heart. And I'm just like, that for me is some of the fav my favorite moments of the show is like learning about mm -hmm. their stories and learning about this community because I didn't realize, you know, how like safe and how deep it runs. And they, they all like bitch and they, you know, talk so much smack. I don't think I would have the stomach for it, but they really have each other's backs. It's, it's so yeah. nice to see. And I love like, I don't think that's just a Canadian thing. You can tell me, but um, I really love those moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, definitely carries across to the American one too. And, and that's why I think those moments specifically are why Drag Race has won the Emmy for best reality TV show for the past like four years is because they've done a good job of making it authentic. In other reality TV shows, it's clear the producer sits them in the chair and is like, mm -hmm. let's talk about your past trauma now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is organic and they're actually confiding in their friends. It just feels right. Yes. Um, any final thoughts on the episode, Frankie? What are you thinking? Uh, I, I know I'm happy. I'm ready to, to see my Jimbo Rita final two. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. You're good. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Lex. You can check out your podcast, One Last Thing. I don't want to say who the next Bachelorette is. You can go to her podcast to find out. And she's talking all about the Bachelorette stuff. But uh, where can people Instastalk you and follow you and tap into your world? Oh, my gosh. Follow me everywhere. That is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, anywhere you want at Lex Nico, L-E-X-N-I-K-O get a pop culture update bitch with me in the dms i am always around thank you so much for having me this was so much fun awesome and frankie my new drag race co-host where can people insta stalk you yes well first i've already followed um uh, lex on instagram and i i the, all the bachelor news was really amazing to watch in that <laughs> post so like everyone check that but out like, i won't spoil what, what it says happening? <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't spoil what that says. But uh, yeah, you can follow me at Frankie Chenna, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-C-E-N-A on uh, everything as well, pretty much. Not Pinterest and TikTok yet, but YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Awesome. And if you're listening to the pod and want a visual, we are now on YouTube. So you can check out Thirst with the Y on YouTube. If you are listening to wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a nice little review and make sure you're subscribed. Always remember... The thirst is real. I can't...